0: Dude, I, had, I knew a kid back in the day. He told me he got pulled over, and the cop took one look at him, knew he could kick the cop's ass and let him go. Like, f- go fuck yourself! If you did that. Welcome
1: to Fried versus Tapped, Episode Thirteen, the best podcast on the planet right now we're gonna dive right into jake paul anderson silver i am one of your hosts mike ram and i'm with
0: i'm uh mike bison the e harmony commodity so why don't you take this off bud what's going on anderson silver and jake paul did you see that fight Dude, that shit was fucking fake as fuck. I don't think anybody's seen it. Dude, I watched highlights of it, dude. First off, Anderson Silver looks like he was just shadow boxing a fucking five year old. And he didn't look like he tried at all. Anderson Silver is what,
1: 48, 49? He's like, yeah, this is around that age. But he He literally said that he was taking big punches in practice from Paul. Where what like
0: what did you see the final like he didn't knock him out but the punch that knocked him down, did you see a clip of that? Yeah, it looked fake as crap. Dude, it dude, when he got up he didn't even look the tiny bit face. Didn't even look like it touched him. It literally looked like when he fell like throwing the fight for money. It looked like it, it literally did, Yeah, it didn't even look like it touched him. Yeah, dude, I think that I seriously think that he threw that fight for fucking money. I saw,
1: well, listen, I saw that clip. I didn't watch too much highlights, but I did see that one clip where they said it was fake. And yeah, I agree. And of course it's going to be a money grab. The guy's 48 years old. When do you think he was making big money? Yeah, like 20 years, yeah. Eight years ago. Remember when he broke his leg? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Anderson Silver. I remember I was in high school. I think it was like 2011, 2012. He went to go do his infamous kick and his leg literally snapped on TV. Dude, that was
0: fucking gross. That was disgusting. Dude, well, how, all right, so before we started filming, you were talking about Tell me that that Jake Paul uh, Anderson Silva fight it cost how much? So Dana White
1: says it cost five hundred thousand to put the lights on at uh, Madison Square Garden, MSG, and the fight got under a million. It made for pay-per-view for pay-per-view made under a million that's gotta be record lows um yeah they're actually saying it is record low apparently the estimate numbers right now are anywhere from two to three hundred thousand that's unconfirmed numbers though but if that's the case then it made even that ufc actually had to pay to put the
0: rest of the lights on Um, so they took a fucking uh, they they, they ate that shit they took a beating um more than fucking anderson selva did i'd say yeah who's
1: I don't even who's throwing the fight for what money.
0: Well, I think That's dude, it looked like they probably paid Anderson Silva a good amount of money to throw the fight. That's what I'm thinking now. Yeah, cuz it, dude, it, if even not just that punch that hit him down, cuz it didn't make contact, but even like hit the whole fight, like it looked like he was just holding back. He doesn't he was just kind of just like shadow boxing the whole time. So it didn't I'm not a fighting expert obviously, but like it didn't and maybe I'm wrong, but like it didn't really look like that fucking real. Um but he's so that kid Jake, Jake, right? Jake Paul, yeah. Yeah, so he's supposed to fucking apparently
1: fight fucking Mike Tyson. He was blaming it on for it being during Halloween, and he's like, now he's gonna have fights during the summer only, as if that made a difference.
0: Yeah, cause, yeah, Halloween, cause everyone's so busy watching fucking Friday the 13th, part 6, right? Cause,
1: you know, all 342 Amer- Americans are out trick-or-treating.
0: Oh, I know I was. <laughs> Dude, what would you do if you got an adult trick or treater to your door? I had no one comes to my door. Yeah, I dude, a so I'm hypothetical. If an
1: adult trick or treater came to your door, I would I would tell them to immediately get off my property.
0: It depends on his costume or her costume.
1: Dude, it's for the kids. I know, but if he showed up as Mario, dude, he's getting a piece of candy. I don't know. It's, you could just go buy candy at CVS. You have a full, like a
0: job. No, it's weird as fuck. But you're if he show up you're taking candy from a if, child, if, that's how I see it. That's exactly what it is. But if he showed up, if dude, if someone showed up to my house and he's dressed as Shrek, I. I You're getting a fucking candy bar
1: But here's the thing I honestly wouldn't even know The age of the person Because they're in a costume So unreal Realistically Most likely I'd probably give everyone Well
0: what's So what would you say Is a cutoff? Like I would say Like 13 is probably The normal late end Toward trick or treating I think I went When I was like 15 And that was pretty old And I remember We were just really Doing more dickish things We were like like, uh, egging and toilet pampering Shit Like stupid stuff like that Dude I'm not gonna lie I went to my
1: senior year And trick or treated Every year As long as I was in high school As long as I was in school And not college I trick or
0: treated. That's awesome. What
1: was your best costume you think? I mean they were I mean, they were just okay. I had one that was um one of those two characters that are like gummies. Um like friends I forget what it was Gumpy. Gumpy. yeah I was the other one Pokey Pokey yes okay Thank you. so my buddy had those costumes and he gave me one and that was what I think that was my senior year I, was,
0: I think I've been out Bundy three times just cause it's a, you wear a flannel and you yeah. put your hand in your pants yep. uh, I think one of the funniest costumes I've seen was one of my buddies remember like 10 years ago they had the iCloud leak where all the celebrity news got leaked like it was what? like Jennifer Lawrence like a bunch of celebrities news got leaked so oh he went God. as the iCloud he took a white shirt glued a bunch of cotton on it with the nudes, and he had a stack of paper with all the printed out, and he was just handing them out like the cloud. Oh my god. It was actually, he won, a, he did, didn't rightfully so win a Halloween costume contest, and I think he should have, you know? I agree, that's a good costume. It would be actually funny. And I think he told me he was, he was going to be this year a turtle with a straw on its nose. Is that for pollution? Yes Yeah Yeah. That's pretty cool It was pretty Yeah
1: Oh my god dude So what about So pathological liars You ever meet that one This I feel like there's always One person in each group That is always a liar
0: Would you agree? Uh, not in my particular Friend groups I would say But I've met Some people Where you're just like Dude you're full of
1: shit that's kind of what I mean. You, you, everybody knows at least someone, or is friends with someone, or knows yeah. at least on some sort of level that you can always say, "Yeah, I know someone that bullshits us." Dude,
0: I, I knew a kid. Fucking back in the day, he told me he got pulled over, and the cop took one look at him, knew he could kick the cop's ass and let him go. Like, f- go fuck yourself! If you did that. You fucking liar! Come on, dude. I swear. Yeah, he took one. Oh, he, and then he also said that him and his. I'm not even making this up. Him and his UFC fighting friend beat up 6 guys in an alley like uh- how do you expect the listener to fucking believe that? Dude, that I literally... can't suspend my imagination that much to believe that fucking heap bullshit.
1: What is he, Chuck Norris? He fucking wishes. I literally had this kid that was literally one of my best friends growing up. And um, he could not contain himself from lying for the life of him. Um, he used to tell people in class. he would. I think his dad had like a little tiny Kia Sophia and his mom had like a little Geo Tracker. He would literally tell people in school his dad had like a GMC Denali. His grandfather owned the Patriots. He was going to fly everybody. He told. Yeah, he told. So in order to get to the the cool group, he ended up telling them all that he was going to buy them all brand new Xbox 360s. Because his grandfather owned what he said. 25% of the Patriots, according to him. So he was going to fly. This was in 2005 when the Xbox came out. So we're in like fifth or sixth
0: grade. And this is like the... 06 season like going into that where they were fucking monsters yeah the Patriots are the best 07,
1: yeah Patriots are the best his grandfather owns them. he's gonna fly everybody in his grandfather's private helicopter bring him to the Patriots game give him all Xboxes and I think he led him on for like the entire year and probably the, the lie fizzled out after a while and um he just the stories he came up with insane I remember one time forward fast forward to us being an adult, um we're not that close anymore just because I can't stand yeah, it, the lies, because, yeah. it's ridiculous, it's like he would call me up, literally, want to talk for hours on the phone and just consistently lie, you just know it's not true, but you don't say anything, you just kind of go, oh nice, oh wow, so like he was, um, got older, he kept telling me, his like grandfather knew the state police colonel, they were begging him to be a state trooper in New Hampshire, uh, that's how that works, because that's how it works, <laughs> um, definitely not some sort of selection process, yeah. you know, nothing at all, he was better than that. Uh, he trained with special forces. He was basically Chuck Norris in the war, to hit, according to him. Oh my God! Yeah, it
0: was. Uh, it was uh, pretty pathetic. I just need to
1: be honest sometimes. Dude,
0: I actually this kind of reminds me when I was younger. There was this kid, and he had a phone number written on his blue jeans. Yeah. Oh wow. So, we're like, what the? Like, what's that number? And he, he kept going, it's this girl and bang, she's so hot. They just smoke show. So, we kept going on. We called it Seven Star Pizza. Yeah, the shittiest pizza place in town. No. Dude, I'm not even lying. And actually, I actually, I, I, I'm I, not a liar, but I did this. I, I'll fuck with people occasionally. I do that. So, like, when we worked at Olive Garden together, I remember I, I convinced the... Few people there that I was related to Old Dirty Bastard through marriage, like, of fucking ODB of Wu-Tang Clan. And, like, the whole my whole argument was, like, why would I make that up? Yeah. Like, what, like, purpose does that serve me making it up? I totally made it up. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, dude. So, that was funny. But, like, that's light. But like um,
1: I love fucking with people too. You yeah, know that's me. Funny. Yeah. Oh, dude! I'm always fucking with someone. At the end, I'll tell them I'm joking. Yeah, you you will. I, I don't go on 25 years with the same lie.
0: No, you you sure as hell don't. Yo, I don't know if you've heard this. This is kind of interesting. Um, you know, Disney is finally releasing like with the body positivity movement which just be real is four women exclusively okay all right is no one can, no guy is walking around needing to hear that they're fat and beautiful okay but um they're making a fucking disney movie with a fat ballerina and it's lighting up the fucking internet people are flipping out about it i don't really give a shit but i just want to hear your take about it like i haven't heard anything about dude, it dude. Yeah. So basically they're making a movie some of the criticism he's getting is that the whole point of the movie it's like, instead of making a character that's this is kind of stupid, but instead of making a character that's fat and just has, like, a story, the, they're made a story a character, where the whole story revolves around her being fat. Oh, my. That's so awful. So, kind of, yeah, it, dude, it's just like them. Dude, Disney's gotten, like, so progressive that it's just like, dude, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot over and over. They're going to keep doing these stupid fucking things. And
1: because like, Because fat doesn't make someone. That doesn't make the person. No, exactly, Just, dude. like, being gay doesn't make the person. Being black doesn't make the person. Being them is who makes them the exactly.
0: person. So Disney's kind of contradicting it and, like you said, shooting themselves in the foot. Dude, they're, they're trying to come across as progressive or whatever, but really they're just, like, pandering. So, do you remember in the early 2000s? Yeah. Like, the entertainment, there was a different world. Oh, yeah, it was. But do you remember all those celebrities when they get out of uh, the limos, they all have the crotch shot? Yeah, that's literally what made them a celebrity. Yeah, So, yeah. but it's so funny because they they'd act like, oh, whoops, but oh, really... like. It's like all of you forgot your underwear in the same situation. They, for, I'd love them to bring that back because it was funny as shit. And like, that was a great era. It was a great
1: era. That was like when you could just, any. basically we're all obsessed with celebrities going out to the club, pulling up in a nice car. We wanted the pictures. We wanted the paparazzi. And they were always like, you definitely know those girls. And people took their underwear off purposely to show the paparazzi.
0: Oh, 100%. And like, yeah. dude, it was all like Britney Spears. Pa- Paris Hilton, remember that one? Oh, yeah. Does she even do shit anymore? Paris Hilton literally... <laughs> Dude, she literally makes a cooking show. Do you know that? Are you
1: serious? I swear to God. Can't she cook? No. It's wow. It, uh, yeah, she has... I'm pretty sure it's just... It's awkward to watch. She's like, I'm gonna, like, take these things, and they're, like, tongs. It's like, I'm gonna kind of, like, mush this. Oh,
0: so she doesn't know the words of the tools
1: she and She doesn't stuff? know anything. But I'm sure... It's been on for a few seasons now, so maybe she definitely... I, I- I feel
0: like the people watching that are like kind of like just girls, like I relate, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, cause like her audience is always just kind of like, uh, like th- that was her whole audience. is like, it was, it doesn't matter. She could be do, doing what a fucking a fix it around the house show and people will tune in. Yeah. Even if she doesn't know. It, people don't want her to know, if I recall, The Simple Life. Remember that show?
1: The Simple Life with, um, Prince's <laughs> daughter.
0: Oh, not Prince, uh, Lionel Richie. Lionel Rich. Sorry, I don't uh, know why I get the message. Uh, what's her name, Nicole? Nicole Ritchie. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's up to today. I don't know what... the Nicole um, Ritchie's, like, a huge family mom right now. Is she really? Yeah. She's, oh. like, um, really involved in her family. Oh, good for her. Yeah, but, she um, got her stuff together. No, but, like, um, with the the simple like the whole idea of the shows they're fucking idiots. Yeah. They, they can't rake. Yeah. They struggle shoveling. I don't know what they did. They would, like,
1: they would go from, like, town to town and sleep at these people's houses that were, like... You know, blue-collar farmers, mostly, and yeah. working out in the Midwest. And they'd have,
0: like, a vacuum, like, what
1: is this? Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, they'd, <laughs>
1: they'd give them, like, a tire wrench, and then Nicole or, Paris... Nicole, they'd be like,
0: yeah, you know, or they'd have, like, a pan, like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, and cut. Yeah, or they'd be holding eggs, how, how do I open them? Like, you know? Giving the thumbs up to, like, a rancher. Yeah. What's hey, nice up? Yeah, dude, they were... And then, then they'd always, like, they'd have, like, we need to... I don't know, I I did watch it when I was younger, a couple episodes, I wasn't a big fan, but they would always, like, have to give their spin, so they'd be doing some work, and they are like, let's do it our way, and then they'd just do it their way, and it would just be so stupid, because, like, their way was harder, it made the work way harder. Yeah,
1: when I watched, uh, I think, like, ten minutes of an episode, and she just made it look so much harder, I was like, oof.
0: But it was entertaining to watch, honestly. Yeah, she was a fucking... Yeah. It was funny. I would I would watch a cooking show just an episode to see what it's like. It was like um, during
1: the time Flavor Flav, all those reality shows were huge. Oh we all God. wanted the reality of
0: everything. Dude, do you remember Flavor Flavor of Love when that girl had to make him fried chicken for him and his mom? Do you remember that? And she fucking microwaved a whole bird.
1: Oh, my God. I do remember In that. New York. Yes. Yeah,
0: dude. that she, Dude, she fucking microwaved a bird and like stuffs it with full carrots. Yes. <laughs> like unseasoned microwave bird with carrots. I literally remember Dude, that. Dude, Flav of Flav's look on his face. Like, are you fucking serious right now? I want it fried fucking chicken you microwave an unseasoned full bird <laughs> that was new york that was new york i'm pretty oh, sure i know it was new york oh yeah she new got york. her own show no way
1: i love new york i love new york too and i love new york three and then the guy that got with her taylormade he got his own
0: show called taylormade really yeah dude you know actually speaking of that era did you ever watch mad tv oh mad tv oh yeah of course dude i was watching it with my buddy last night and so there's a Famous character played by uh Keegan with Keegan Peel and it's a coach character, I forget the coach's name. Sorry. Um I forget the coach's name, but um we were watching it and like I'm just like listening, I'm like, yo, this is Basically, him doing a fucking impression of Matt Foley, like Chris Farley's motivational speaker.
1: Yes, are you talking about it now? You know,
0: dude, if you close your eyes and if you close your eyes and listen to it, it's like the same voice, like yeah, I am better, like you know. Like, yep. It is, and I, it's a funny character. But I remember this, like, there's no way he didn't realize that it was. And I love Keegan Pill. Keegan pill's hilarious. Dude. Oh yeah, they're legends of snow. dude. They have some bits that are fucking great, but like that one character, Mad TV. Remember the little
1: kid, the little the the son. <sighs> with the makeup kind of yeah uh, It's played by the mcdonald's guy the tall guy yeah he had his mom bring him around he, had, he would be wicked like flamboyant was
0: it bobby lee no. is that his character but i do remember your, i don't remember playing but i do remember it
1: yeah and then he would like touch the person and he'd be like doing something stupid to the kid but
0: he was like a 40 year old kid dude you know what else they did that was funny they'd have like like so- someone's like they did like a kenny rogers jackass and like an oprah winfrey jackass Oh, so, my God, really? Yeah, so, like, the Kenny Rogers one was just, like... the Actually, Steve-O and Weeman are actually in the Oprah one, really. But, uh, like, the Kenny Rogers one, they have a guy playing Kenny Rogers. He's just drinking the whole fucking time. He's getting zapped and tased. It's pretty funny. Like, he's just like, I, you know, I, I think I got the gist. Like, I mean, like, you got tased. Like, I think I, I get it. He's like, I don't need to do the rest. <laughs> he's just getting drunk the whole time. That's actually they're, funny. Yeah, they're doing a chug milk challenge, and... um He's just spilling the milk all over his fucking shirt and shit. It's pretty fucking funny. Oh, my God. The spilled milk one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was good.
1: You know... Steven Seagal, he gets portrayed in um, Mad TV, too. Oh, well,
0: didn't he host SNL, right?
1: Yeah, he hosted it. He was the worst host of all time. They don't even re-air the episode. That's so fucking funny. He was that bad. And I was just listening to a thing with um, Tom Segura. Segura? Tom Segura... I forget what is it called again. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Tom Segura has a podcast, and he had one of the SNL castmates that told a new story, and then we actually got to hear Tom Arnold's old story. But they were just both telling us that, you know, Steve. They were there when Stephen Skull was there, and he was the only character or guest host to like hijack everything and say no to them all. And he had an eight-minute long. Beating up scene at the end. Are you serious? Yeah, he literally had a whole. It was like they had, like, a, it was like an action movie, they said. They said no other host ever done this, ever. But Steven Seagal said he wanted a whole set done where he'd come in, helicopters come in, he would fly in and beat everybody up. And it was about the environment. It was the Exxon mobile board that he busted and beat up the Exxon <laughs> mobile board. And at the end, he says, See, people, that's what happens when you pollute the environment. Are you fucking serious?
0: But it was eight minutes long of oh him my. beating them up. Dude, that is so fucking stupid. <laughs> that is, that's hilarious to think, like imagine, that, uh, that just gives like, that shows how bad of a sense of humor he has, where he goes on SNL and just like, I'll just do an action scene. It's like, dude, you have no fucking self-awareness or sense of humor if that's your fucking approach. It's they, hilarious, and they should re-air it. I they even asked, him, like they kept
1: asking, him, like, "Hey, Steven, can we like do a scene where we make fun of you?" And he's like, "No, that he would not. They wouldn't. He wouldn't let them make fun of him or anything. Really? Yeah. Dude,
0: it's like, what's the point of you hosting?
1: I, and, oh, and then he
0: goes, "Oh, I never even watched this show. By the way, what is what what is this show called again?" It's like, dude, <laughs> on SNL. Dude, like, so, you know what was a great host? When it was a year after Norm Macdonald got fired, he hosted SNL, and his d- open monologue. He's, he's saying, like, you know, it's funny. A year ago, I got fired for not being funny. And here I am now, a year later, hosting it. <laughs> like, what happened? Did I get funnier? Is He's calling them out fucking hard as shit. Norm MacDonald was so funny. Oh, he's one of the fucking greats. He's so He's funny. He's seriously top four got, comedian. Why'd he get fired? He got fired from Weekend Update, right? For OJ jokes, because he they told him to stop making the OJ jokes, and he doubled down on the OJ jokes. That's what it was, the yeah. OJ jokes. Yeah.
1: They got rid of everybody that season, too. They got rid of Chris Farley, Norm yep. MacDonald. They fired literally everybody because they had, like, the lowest ratings ever that year. And um, they came back, and
0: they brought Farley back, actually, the host. Yeah, they did bring him back, though. And I, I actually he watched died. a documentary on that, and he was like a fucking... I'm pretty sure he was, like, a wreck that night. I think I watched the same documentary. Yeah. He died a week later I Yeah, he that. was, like, a fucking wreck
1: that night. Yeah. Yeah, he was, like, all banged out.
0: Wicked banged out. Yeah. What, Dude.
1: What's, what documentary was that I the, just... Well,
0: they have one called I Am Chris Farley, I believe, or I Am Farley. Yeah, it's, like, a Vice one, 30 minutes, right? Oh, no, no, no. So that's the, that's a different one. That's, like, um, the dark side of comedy. Yes! Okay, but they have another one that's, like, a, it's like a full-length documentary called I Am Chris Farley. I've watched them both because I love Farley. I Am Chris Farley? When did that come out? 2018 i want to say oh i want to see that i haven't yeah, seen it very good documentary they actually have a patrice o'neill documentary are you a fan of patrice i don't even know who that is oh my god he was so he's um bill he died of diabetes unfortunately he's one of the great comedians ever he was actually bill burr's best friend bill he, burr bill burr it was his best friend it was patrice o'neill uh if, if you watch if you're familiar with like the the roast he was on a couple of the roast he was on the opie and anthony show a lot uh, do you remember fucking um yeah, but Patrice Nail was great. But do you remember Phil Hartman at yes. all? Yes. He was good. I know Phil Hartman. That was sad, what happened to him. What happened? His wife, oh, his wife. His wife shot him in the, the head in their bed and right. then shot oh herself. God. I forgot. He was the voice of the Simpsons character, too. Yeah, she left the kids alive, though. Oh, man. I forgot. I, wow, that escaped my mind for a second. He was at the peak of his fame. Jingle All the Way came out. Yeah, he was at. He did the voice on the Simpsons. Like, um, I forget the character's name The guy who sells shit Yes Dude
1: yeah He was was going so far so quickly And she got
0: jealous That's what it was I
1: watched the whole documentary on it They have a documentary I gotta check that Yeah and you listen to all the 911 calls And like her talking to the police the, um, The interrogator Meanwhile he was already dead But she let it on Like he was still alive She's fucking, Ed, dude, yeah. that's messed, that's sad.
0: Dude, they have, they, uh, not to change it, but they, uh, George Carlin also has a new documentary within the past couple of years.
1: George Carlin, he, he's, I'm not too familiar with Oh, him. he's
0: one of the, he's like, it's like universally him and Richard Pryor are known as the best comedians. It's almost like Beatles, Rolling Stones. Richard Pryor is like one of the most revolutionary comedians of all time. Wow. And um, same with his, George Carlin. He liked his crack pipe then, huh? Oh, yes. He lit himself on fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I saw George Carlin when I was young at Hampton Beach. Wow. Like uh, like a year or something before he died. I very did not appreciate what I was seeing at the time because I was maybe 12, 13. My dad took me, and but looking back, I'm very lucky I got to see him. Yeah, that's very lucky. The only joke I remember him doing was it was something like, it's like, you know, some kid bangs his teacher who's hot and then he's complaining about it. It's like, obviously, I butchered him, but it was to the gist of it. It was yeah. but like, it's George Carlin. He's a fucking legend and a genius, and, and he's the kind of comedic mind that anyone you transcend time. He's fucking classic. But, you know, we're getting close to wrapping up. What's the song of the week? Song of the week Rock and Roll by the Velvet Underground fantastic Lou Reed, great, great songwriter. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: Um, Hey, check us out. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. Um, yeah. We're on YouTube, Instagram. Fried versus Tapped is one word. Podcast, is the second word. Yeah,
0: and also uh, we have a website launching pretty soon too. Oh, it's already launched. Oh, look at that!
1: Well, check out friedversustapped.com. You can get the podcast for free right there. Listen to it. Um, you can afford you to Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you use to listen to us. Go check it out. I'm Mike Graham, your host. I'm Mike Bisson, your co-host. And thank you all very much. We'll see you for fourteen. Hell yeah! Good luck, guys. Take care. Toodles.